You speak of monsters and superheroes. That's the stuff of myth and fairy tales. Reality, truth, is so rarely simple. People are not so easily defined. Only by facing all of ourselves, the good and the bad, can we become whole. Welcome to the Post-Credit Pursuit. Faces like the movie Face Off, starring Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Oh Saw that TikTok the other day, and I, I didn't la- see that. I-, I laughed for maybe fifteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. That one caught me off guard. I was like, "Where are you going with this?" Yeah, I. Because uh, at first I thought you just misunderstood the lyrics, and I was about to be like, uh, "Well, here's the thing. I uh, sometimes I'll catch myself like singing it." And I'll yeah. sing it about switch our faces, but it's the the lyric is places, right? Yeah. Swap, switch, swap our places. Swap our places. Um, not yeah. far off. Kinley, uh, it's one of those where if you ever had somebody with a song like that and they sing it wrong, but you're like, I don't want to be a jerk and correct you. It's actually places. Yeah, but I can't remember how. Um, I can't remember the way that she was saying it, but it like completely like changed the 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 meaning. And I was like, she eventually figured it out, and she was like, "I've been singing it wrong this whole time." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm aware." That's funny. I, I'll admit, I uh, uh, if you haven't figured it out already, talk a little bit about season four of Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Uh, really cool season. What was that? What was I about to say? They they finally pulled a fast one on me because like usually when these shows come out, I hate to sound like one of those people, but like I will have I will have at least like have heard of one of like the big songs that like becomes like super popular out of these because there was a lot of songs in these previous seasons of Stranger Things that like I feel like were more mainstream. I don't know if this Kate Bush song was mainstream back in the day, but it's definitely. More so now, I would have to imagine. I think it was. I think Kate Bush was just, or is, like, very protective over her music as far as, like, who gets to use it in what. Well, so far, I think she's made a pretty good decision with this. I mean, that song is, uh, it's in, what, every episode? Yeah, I I think after the third one, it's in in pretty much every episode. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's a good song. Not gonna lie. At first, I was like, crap. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna hear I'm not I'm gonna hear this song anytime I watch the show. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hear it anytime I'm on social media. They're probably gonna start playing it out, like out in public <laughs> over the radio. But uh I haven't really heard it much outside of just like social media yeah. and the show. Yeah, I um it, it felt like it it started to kinda of take over, but then people did the they did the Chrissy wake up. Yeah, yeah. Now that's all I hear. Yeah, I'm starting to like, that's starting to trickle into my For You page and stuff. Yeah. Man, how do you like Stranger Things? I love Stranger Things. As a show. As a show, I love Stranger Things. It's, 
It's one of the stronger shows. It's, it's the, I think it's the best show of the streaming era so far. I I definitely think it's... I, I remember, I can tell you where I was living, like what I was doing yeah. when I when I first learned about this new show, this new Netflix original. And it, was one of the, it was one of the first Netflix originals, was it not? Or is that just way off base? Um, I don't know if... Let me look that up. I don't know if 13 Reasons Why was... Ugh. Before or after it, I think they may have been at the same time. Original. Let's see. Netflix's first original content series was House of Cards. Oh, okay. That's another slippery slope. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a Netflix original. Something. There was something that, I mean, other than like the obvious, uh, Kevin Spacey stuff. Yeah. Wasn't there something that happened like did it go from TV to streaming or streaming to TV? I feel like it had to have. Let's see. Something like that had to have happened. House of Cards. House of Cars. Original Oh, uh, well this says if you think the answer is House of Cards, Arrested Development or Orange is the New Black, you may want to think again. What is the real answer here? The first actual Netflix original to start streaming on Netflix was Lilyhammer. <laughs> okay. It launched on Netflix on February 6, 2012. Whether you consider Lilyhammer a full Netflix original is dependent on your point of view. <laughs> no, the show was only part funded by Netflix and actually premiered in Norway first under the TV network NRK1. Okay. So, I mean, I guess if you want to be technical, but. I'm looking. Okay, I think I've got a. Well, even if Stranger Things wasn't the first, I remember when it got announced and my immediate thought was, this sounds cool. The trailer drops. This looks cool. This is this. This is going to be big. And I have never I've never been like ahead of any sort of trend. Yeah. My buddy John, there's this Korean show on Netflix you should watch called Squid Game. Like a month before Squid Game becomes the, you know, the most viewed thing on Netflix or whatever. I've never had something like that happen to me. But like I remember telling a lot of people like, you all need to to watch out for Stranger Things because this new Netflix, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. And I remember the first season came out. I'm pretty sure I binged it in a day. And I was like, holy shit, this show is so cool. The, that first season is binge worthy for sure. I Absolutely. think they all are, but like yeah. the first season is really, really good as far Especially, as like to just start a show. Yeah, yeah. And like you, it's always cool to me to be able to witness um, your characters like age in real time. Yeah, and like like I don't know how I don't know how these kids feel. They all seem pretty chill and cool about like being like the the next big thing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm very excited to start seeing these these kids like grow up and 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 be in these bigger movies and stuff and like really get out of their shell of like the child actor and make a name for themselves cuz yeah. I one of one of the biggest things that I think Stranger Things as a whole does better than a lot of shows is none of the and I'm I'm trying to really rack my brain to try to prove myself wrong but I really can't none of the kids in this show are bad actors in the slightest. 
Yeah, I'll debate you on that one. Who do you think's bad? I don't think that he's a bad actor, but I do not think he gave a great performance this season. Okay, uh, this season. Okay, that would be. Uh, I I need a lot of hate for this. Uh, this is a hot take, but Finn Wolfhard. I I did not like his performance this season. Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Here, I I think I think that he of the group is gonna be. He's gonna be the guy. As he gets older, I feel like he's going to do a lot of weird stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he seems like, I, I feel like, watch interviews with him. I feel like he's he'd be fun to hang out with and stuff, but he, I feel like he has one of those personalities where, I, I'm, I'm worried for him, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm worried for the kid. But I, I, I would say... Of the performances of the main cast this season, his his was probably the the bottom tier. Yeah, I just um, that, that was just that there was a lot honestly that I didn't like about his performance. I don't know. It's 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 and, weird because this we're we're we had a whole season just now where uh, Mike and Eleven have been a thing for what was since season three into yeah, season two ish so. something like that, but like. Yeah. We've we've gotten to to kind of kind of sort of see them like interact with one another as like a couple, but for me, I, I put his at the bottom because a lot of his like, L, come on, you're a superhero, I I, I love you, yeah. like a lot of that was just a little hammy, I guess, yeah, which I I mean fits for the time period, but yeah, I don't know because. I- and Kinley and I have, have talked about this because she pointed out, like, you know, it's part of Mike's character, too. But I'm just like, I don't know. I don't feel like. <sighs> and, and like, Mike's character seems so. One dimensional. <laughs> well, like, he, 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 he understands the big pitch, the big picture about, like, all this crazy scientific yeah. and, like, science fiction stuff that's happening. But. He seems very lost when it comes to other humans. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that that's his character. They're all kind of like shut-in nerds there at the, yeah. you know, but like in the first seasons to me, Mike was like not even the cooler one, but like he was the leader. Yeah. For to me of well, the I group mean, in the first season, but like I, I, you've, you've convinced me that there is something off with his performance in this final, or not final season, but this last season. But I've not had a, pro- I've not had a problem uh, with him up until. No, I didn't either. I, I thought this season was the only one where I was like, oh man, I don't, I'm not feeling it. And I think, who do you think had the best performance? The in this be- season? That's tough. That's really tough because that is a very tough question. Really good ones. And I'll, I'll even say. Uh, don't even just count the kids. Let's let's go like full gamut. Full, um, man, that's tough. That that's that's it is, really it is really very, tough. Very, very tough. Oh, man, let me let me sit here and think for a second about that one because as far as just everyone, I, I can I can I break it up into categories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. Categories. I think as far as the kids go, give me some Noah Schnapp. Noah Schnapp, you think? Ah, oh, man, I think he has great moments. Let's pause for a second. I mean, Sadie. Oh God, I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna give it to Sadie 
I I think I, I was I've been I've been a fan of Max, but she's kind of been like my least favorite of the group just because yeah. like haven't I mean I don't really remember a whole lot from the third season. I need to watch it again. But towards the end of that was when I started. I, I was like feeling for Max a little bit, but in yeah. this season, it's it's Max's season. I, I yeah. can't lie. You know what I. I think so too. I, I think I'm gonna have to break it down even further, just because there's so many. Good but it's funny that you bring up Noah Schnapp because I was gonna say that he's probably in top three for me because yeah. he's playing. So I'm. I don't. I don't think it's controversial to say I'm pretty sure Will will come out in this final season. I think so. I I'm pretty sure they've you know made him gay, which is added such a. He's in love with Mike. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And he he loves he loves all of his friends, but yeah. he's in love with Mike. Yeah. And that sucks because I <laughs> Mike, like I said, Mike is just so like ignorant, Lost. ignorant to like <laughs> yeah. if if I mean Will Byers, the the scene in particular that I'm thinking of is there towards the end when uh it's like Argyle and Jonathan and all them. I think Elle's caught up with them at this point. And, and Mike is just like, you know, I just don't know what to do. Like, what can I say? Yeah. And, and will without like breaking contact, eye contact with Mike is just pouring his poor heart out. Yeah. Are you talking about the, where he takes out the, the, his painting? Yeah. You're the leader. You're the heart. Yeah. That gives me, I, that, look at that. Yeah. I mean, no. that's, I mean, it's so, I, I really hope, I hope they don't screw that part of the storyline up. I hope that it's done in a good way, and that the, I don't. I don't know what I want to happen. I don't know. Yeah. How, I don't know who I want to be with who. I, I think. Um, I think everything's pointing to my uh, to Will being gay, which is cool. I I had no problems with it to begin with. I don't know if I had told you. I'd kind of wanted them to go in the direction of like he's just like a late bloomer. Like, yeah. It, whether he's gay or not, just because like. I feel like there needs to be a little bit more representation of that. For late bloomers, yeah. Which they talk, they mentioned that in some of the early seasons, right? Yeah. Because I, I, I think Joyce, Joyce has had a a hunch since season yeah. one. Yeah. And I, I think it's so. One of my favorite parts of this season actually is when Will and Jonathan get to have their little discussion yeah. while he's stirring the tank because. It's a good. It's a great moment. I mean, I I I I just put myself and my younger brother in that situation, and yeah. there's like any 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 sort of just uh, it touches me when a, a big brother on the screen is letting a younger brother know, like, "Hey, man, I got you." Listen, dude. Yeah, I'm here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It just it it makes me want to cry every time because I'm like, I just I don't tell my brother that enough. <laughs> But they can't on this television show, and none of it's real. <laughs> yeah, I, um, and I have to break it down even further because I've got so many favorites. I think I've got to, I got to break it down to like the groups that, like the show, and put us in. That that's a good segue because real quick I'll say I think that's why season four is my favorite because I love a globe trotting different yeah. groups of people all over the place, and there's all Game of Thrones had that. I mean, in it like I. Knowing that you've got so many groups around, knowing that it's inevitable that they're all going to regroup at some point. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it was going to already be in that season. Yeah, but uh, I knew it was going to happen at some point. But like something about it's that that feels very eighties to me. Yeah, 
like 80s adventure you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, there's something about that that's, that's really cool but yeah let's break it into the that's a good so, let's break it into the groups i think we'll go so there's the the hawkins group the hawkins group the california group the, the russian, russian group. group okay so i i think the weakest story to me um not that it was necessarily bad but i think the weakest was the california group I think that not as much happens, yeah. but like it's a very integral. You have to see what yeah. like what they're doing to lead them to the point where they're really important yeah. in the in the plot. Um, yeah, I think Noah Schnapp for me is the top of that. Um, group. The California group, um, but uh, you know Millie Bobby Brown always delivers an excellent performance, so she's also yeah she she always there. does good. Uh, it's Ellis is such a different type of character to play, yeah. and I feel like it would be very easy to not be able to portray a character like that in a in a good way. And I think, I mean, props to her. Really, props to her, and props to the Duffer Brothers for being able to write and direct uh, direct these kids into yeah. just like. Uh, but, into I mean, I just I just love her dialogue. The way that she speaks is so noticeably different from everyone else that, mm-hmm. and it stays consistent. That I was. I'm blown away every time. It gets yeah. Even when she's Jane, yeah, she doesn't sound like you know yeah. a Jane. She sounds like L. Yeah, and like it's kind of it's grating to me sometimes because I, I I I feel really weird when people don't use contractions mm-hmm. and like I start like I'm like, are you a cop? <laughs> I don't know why. I am not. <laughs> and I'm just so it's kind of like it, it's weird for me to hear so I notice it every time but I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. awesome that they just you know they stuck with that yeah. and made sure that every single interaction she has she's talking a very specific way and it's just it, it really did become L yeah and you know who else had a really cool manner of speaking and just cadence to their voice was the dude that played one. Oh yeah he he needs to be a villain in something else uh out out yeah. of makeup he he needs to he needs to yeah. that the his his role of the orderly in yeah. the lab needs to be like a spinoff or something because he creeped me the hell out yeah man. i think he was he does like, very good especially in the in the beginning he was like nice enough to where you're like oh man that's that's kind of sweet but also creepy enough to where you're like oh, what are you doing yeah th- there's something else yeah. behind this for sure no he 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 kind of blew me away i let me pull up names so i don't I've got the cast right here. Oh, perfect. I, I'm good with some names, but I, I, I don't everything. know. Uh, I don't know Bro's name. Um, you can scroll up and down. As, oh my God! As it falls apart. There he um, is. Yeah. Jamie Campbell Bauer. Yeah. You you do good, Jamie Campbell. I, I hope to see you as a. Yeah, he could be a villain in anything. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. got the. He reminds the me bone structure. Yes, he reminds me of Bill Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pennywise. Uh, oh, well, I, 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 out of the California group, let's see, let's see, let's see. I, I think my favorite performance out of the California group, uh, Eduardo Franco's Argyle. That's but a, the that's best fun. performance, I will agree. I think No Schnapp. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see what No Schnapp does oh. in the future because because kid can act for sure. Yeah. Oh my god, he can act! Wow, um, Argyle, just, Argyle, man, man. and uh, I was blown away because that's his real hair, man. Yeah, dude just wandered onto set. Hey, man, <laughs> I heard there was an audition. They're like, dude, 
You've got the part. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> tell everyone else to go home. He's right here. <laughs> yeah, we found Argyle. Guys. And that's another like, obviously Argyle, uh, the 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 stoner surfer boy pizza delivery guy who's. I'm still torn at uh, whether or not I like that they've made Jonathan a pothead or not because like. I think I, I like it. I, I mean, he's gone through so much. He shit. has gone through a lot of stuff, and like, <laughs> just, I, I I picture him just being so stressed in California over Nancy and like everything else that yeah, he just he meets, meets this guy and, and like, just like, hey man, <laughs> just got, I've got so something stressed. that can help you. But he he is another one of those characters where it would be really hard to make a character like that seem just super one dimensional and like just right off the page. Because I mean, like. You have 10 actors in a room yeah. and like, okay, uh, you, you're like a pizza delivery guy who's high all the time in the 80s. Everyone's going to do the same voice yeah. and like same mannerisms, but I, it makes me think that Eduardo Franco was once a, a high delivery boy in the 80s because... Man, my favorite line is whenever they're at the... Um, <laughs> well, I've got many favorite lines from him, but whenever they uh, they pull over to the side of the road and they're trying to find like the secret base... And he's, he's like, like fatties, <laughs> like the, the, the tire tracks. Yeah, he's like, come on over here, you, over here, you guys. I think I found it. He was just talking about like, yeah. we got to get out of here, man. Fatties, bro. And it just cuts to like these tire tracks. There's like a music sting and like, it, it, it's just so good. Yeah. So good. But uh, we'll we'll come back around. But I, I will say I like Charlie Heaton is a yeah. He's got one of those faces. He's got like a Robert Pattinson face where like he just looks like a sickly, sickly emo boy. Yeah, I don't think that that's. They need to change his picture on Google Maps. They do that, need to a, change that. But I see often <laughs> pictures where he looks like that. Maybe not. Yeah. So, he he looks a lot more lively. Yeah. In uh season four I'll, I'll admit that but I, I i like his character a lot but i he's it's not a it's not badly done or anything but like mm-hmm. noah schnob just yeah blows him dude dude is carrying so much yeah on his shoulders in the show and you can and, I mean, just he does great with every aspect of the performance i think like his facial yeah. expressions especially that are just super subtle as with anything Ooh, especially the when they get back to hawkins like at yeah. the end and oh yeah, I forgot about uh, all that. And you can really see like the heartbreak whenever he's talking to Mike, but he's really talking. He's talking about Mike and Elle, Dude, but he's really talking about yeah. himself. And like, at, there's the the scene where like, after the, they have their talk, Mike just like turns around to look out the window, puts his like yeah. head in his hands, and is just sobbing. Yeah, I'm like, holy crap, that is so sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, we'll, we'll definitely come back around. That was the California the, crew. They know how to party. Yeah, we'll talk about that story here in a minute, but um. I guess second would be Russia. Um, I've got a, I don't know. I want to say it's the best, but it might also just be because it's my favorite. Uh huh. I know, like, I'll, I'll let you go for it first because uh, I want to. I want to gauge your. So, so this rush, the whole Russian uh, aspect of the story, was probably jo- Jordan said. Which I've been trying to get Jordan to watch Stranger Things for a long time. Uh, she has seen maybe a couple episodes of season one and now she has seen the last like hour and 45 minutes of the season four finale which she liked who would have thunk you know (laughs) hmm but 
she didn't quite like the the Russian aspect of it. I, I and feel she like you she had to watch the whole season I, really. You you would have and watch the whole show to exactly. Really but yeah, because she also said, "I, I just I don't know what you, you said. You talk about how much you like Hopper. I don't like him. I'm like, what really?" I said, why? She said, he looks bad. <gasps> and I was like, he's the best he's ever looked, first off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, uh, he's supposed to look pretty bad. Yeah. He's been in Russian like Badass, labor maybe. camps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I was like, I was like, that's that's a that's a hot take and a wrong take. Yeah. Uh, you gotta watch from season one to truly uh, realize Hopper's. Yeah. amazingness uh, in regards to that show but let me find him here because the 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 russian crew has like all my all all so i love david harbour uh have you have, did you watch hellboy no the hellboy reboot that they done with him as hellboy i didn't I, I knew that they did it and i need to watch it because i love david harbour but he got so shafted on that movie because it's not a very good movie oh man i think he and i might need to rewatch it i I don't think this is a controversial statement but i think he's a very good hellboy it's kind of hard to beat ron perlman but he does a good job at it he it's it's really cool but yeah i think that movie just kind of panned a little bit which um i mean the original hellboy movies they weren't like they weren't spectacles yeah i I liked them i liked them them. I, i think they're fun guillermo del toro yeah yeah, some of his early stuff. But, uh, yeah, so I love David Harbour. As one does. Winona Ryder, since season one, has been my number one celebrity crush, uh, which is something else Jordan doesn't understand. Uh, but Winona Ryder is absolutely, positively gorgeous in every way. And uh, every time she's crying, I want to be... <laughs> Will's new stepdad. I I I want to marry her and and, and make sure that she never has to yeah. cry again. I love Joyce, and I think she does really good in this season too because you get to see her out of her comfort zone a little bit yeah. and like literally travel the world. You know the world. So that that's cool. But oh, real quick, <laughs> uh, Tom. I cannot pronounce his last name, but he plays Dimitri in Stranger Things four. And he also plays. Jack and Hagar in yeah. Game of Thrones knocked it out of the park. He done yeah. so well. That's and my I, best performance. Do you think so? Yeah, I, I, I love him. He and with the mustache too, so good. But I think oh, and and Brett Gelman is hilarious as always. Yeah. Brett Gelman is a such a hilarious comedian. He's so funny. But I think the best performance out of the Russian crew. Oh. You don't think it's any of those four? I don't think it's any of those four. They are all four definite favorites of mine. Is uh, he even going to be on here? He has to be. Are you talking about Yuri? I am talking about Yuri. You? Oh, wow. I, that's surprising. I, I think he's he, great. Uh, he plays just such a good loony bird. Like, yeah. he, he, Yuri was crazy, but like... Russian crazy like truly crazy truly crazy and I think his mannerisms his accent the way he would just laugh randomly yeah. like he put a lot of effort I I feel into that character and anytime Yuri was on screen I, I was really enjoying it. even when he's like you know trying to like get him he's like 
don't worry i you know like yeah i, I love the parts where he's just talking to the helicopter yeah like yeah, a yeah. truly insane person exactly exactly <laughs> just his whole demeanor and everything i uh i i i think that the whole russian crew are all phenomenal actors i don't think there was any yeah. bad performances in no, that plot line but yuri knocked it out apart for me i i wish i could find his uh the actor's name on here that's really surprising let me yeah it's it's got um sorry what's his name that played uh Freddy Krueger yeah I was about in, to say, in his in his five minutes of of scenes uh, uh screen time and play Yuri in Stranger Things oh uh, that's that's a fun last name have fun with that one <laughs> Nicola I don't even know how. What is the D with the line in it? Mean? I have no idea. My favorite, my favorite thing though, for both of the, the Russian, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, like, primary Russian roles, mm -hmm. both Serbian actors, so both, you know, yeah, that's awesome, yeah, yeah, uh, and that's why because my number two for the Russians is is Tom? Tom, yeah, because he is great as Jack and Hagar and. He's got he's got to have a mustache in anything else he does because he yeah. he just looks so cool with a mustache. No, I just loved his uh, everything about his performance, like the double agent been, turn. Yeah. Like you really are crazy American. Yeah. But just uh, you, you can tell there's so much more to him. Yeah, yeah. And especially like he feels like he really is in that kind of like Soviet era, um, you know, USSR, where he's like, mm -hmm. man, it kind of does just suck ass over yeah, here yeah. i would rather be anywhere else and anytime him and jim had their little conversations together especially after they both get locked up yeah when when jim goes on his little monologue about he he, he i i feel like i used to think i was i was put here to be punished for all the bad things that i've done but now i think you know he's like no it's different because he's like i've had so many people come into my life this girl elved and joyous and i'm just like oh, he just wants to see him again <laughs> i'm like come on get out of russia yeah. it is so good and uh I, I loved watching dimitri just like get more vulnerable with jim too yeah. toward like in the end when they when they fly in <laughs> and like dimitri's just looking down at all these burnt demogorgons <laughs> and he's just like that American really is a crazy bastard. You know, like, it's yeah. just like, yeah, that's so cool. That's yeah. like, ah, it's so 80s to me. Yeah, I love it. Um, we'll come back to them, too. Yes, but, yes. Um, I think, you know, the best storyline, and by design. By, by be, design. Um, the Hawkins group. What's going on in Hawkins? This one's tough for me. This is a tough one. There's a lot of good ones. And a lot of good ones that like aren't necessarily even like main cast members because I think the girl that played Chrissy done yeah, a really, really good job good at job. playing a really terrified, scared young girl because yeah. w which I'm sure we'll talk about that scene, the in the last scene of the first episode. Yeah, I, I even want to go and we'll, we'll talk about yeah, yeah, all yeah. that. But um, so as far as performances go from this. So I think we'll do this group, and then we can do like the side, like like the the laboratory with Papa. Yeah, maybe like. Well, I was gonna say, like any character like that, like you know Papa or even Chrissy, or just like those little kind of side characters yeah, that help move yeah. the story along, but um, don't exactly get their own yeah in the full storylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Man, this one's tough. This is tough because you have, you've got 11. No. You've got, (laughs) you've got (laughs) Dustin. Dustin. Max. Lucas. Lucas. Eddie. Steve, Robin, Nancy. What what is Lucas's sister's name? Oh, um, dang, that's terrible. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I um, Erica, Erica. I I like Erica's character, but sometimes I don't like Erica's character. I like. I think she. I didn't like her in season three. I liked her a lot in season. I liked four. her a lot in season four as well. Yeah, especially um, when she. Is getting like pinned on the ground by those douchebag basketball players, oh, and she yeah. like turns around and just kicks him in the balls, yeah. and it's like, I'm a. <laughs> she she says like I'm a half blood elf druid mage yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny, so cool. But she, I, I like her a lot better. In something four. that a kid that age would definitely absolutely say after they have did their little punchline. Like yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell you Eddie. My, yeah, I'll tell you my least favorite. Not necessarily performance wise, just least favorite character of the group. Okay. Nancy. I don't like her. Don't like Nancy. Don't like Nancy. Haven't liked Nancy since the beginning. <laughs> like, well, I, mean, I, I was girl boss, but at the same time, I was about you to say me all the time. N- Nancy is part of the, the, the love triangle that I am most invested in because I'll tell you seasons one through three. Well, yeah, yeah. Seasons one through three. I'm all, I was all for Jonathan and Nancy. Yeah. Because in season one, especially Jonathan was one of my favorite characters. He, you know, he was he, the photography and everything. Like it was very akin to like the. Yeah. It was very Peter Parker to me for whatever reason. Yeah. So I, I've been a solid Jonathan Nancy stan for three seasons. Yeah. Steve, one of my favorite characters, top three. After season four, Jonathan can just keep smoking pot with Argyle because Steve and Nancy need to be together. Um, I think, I think Jonathan and Nancy need to break up. I think Nancy needs to be single. I think Steve needs to find himself someone better. I wish Robin wasn't a <laughs> lesbian so bad. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad that she's a lesbian, but I wanted her and Steve to be together. I, I was yeah. a Robin Steve stand until, yeah, until the big reveal. But I, I like them as best friends too. He speaks the devil. It's your brother. <laughs> hey, there he is. Liked our real. But uh, Robin's Robin is one of my favorite characters now too. I think her and Steve as best friends, and this is probably why they did it this way. They it works out a lot better. I think yeah. for them, yeah. their uh, their chemistry with one another is just so you you would think that you honestly would think that all these people were pretty good friends. Like yeah. At, Absolutely. And I hope that they are. <laughs> I think they'd have to be at this point. I, right. But uh, no, I just don't like... Man, I feel I, like Nancy I, I, is always like, she wants what she wants until she gets it, and then she doesn't want it anymore, and then I'm like, oh, please. <laughs> I mean, isn't that life, though? <laughs> it's Steve mature. Yeah, yes, yeah, Steve is mature a lot. Like, I, I just... She just feels like she hasn't gotten past that season one Nancy, and I'm like... She's grown, but like, where? <laughs> she did put like four shots into Vecna's chest. That's true. <laughs> I saw this shirt the other day that had a, a cutout of Nancy with sunglasses holding the shotgun, and it said, Nancy ain't no stranger to these things. 
<laughs> it is like flames above it and, and yeah. everything. I do call her a girl boss every time I see her because I mean she is. She is but. a girl boss. I, I mean I I like Nancy. I I don't know if I had this if I had to pick a least favorite of the group. Oh man, I don't know if I can. Hmm. Maybe Lucas because oh, really? he he's the only he's the only kid in the group that like has made a conscious effort to try to be part of other groups first. That's fair. But and it's the same thing with um who was I talking about earlier? I feel like he's redeemed himself a lot in this season because now now he knows who his true yeah. he knows who his true friends are now. And maybe he's always known that. But I think Caleb McLaughlin is going to be a f he's going to win some awards. I think so I, too. I, I think he's a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. Absolutely. And he just seems like such a cool, cool dude to like yeah. chill with. Like I, I don't, you know, all of them. I, I want to have like lunch with all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he he seems like a cool, cool dude to like sit down and listen to some tunes with or something. Yeah. I, I, favorite performance for me. I'm gonna, this going to be kind of long winded, but um, best performance of that group, Sadie Sink. Honorable mention goes to Joseph Quinn, and then best moment uh, has to be between Caleb McLaughlin and Sadie Sink. One hundred and fifteen percent, and and I thought for sure that uh, my favorite scene. Oh, you said favorite scene between, or is that your favorite scene? scene? Favorite, just fa favorite moment. Favorite just moment, not necessarily scene, but favorite moment is whenever. God, they do it's so. I, I hope yeah. we're thinking about the same scene there I, at the end. Yeah, there at the end, whenever he <laughs> kicks that guy, uh, kicks no. Jason's ass, and then it's no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you, my, I don't know if I have a tick, but I just picked this up to like play around with, and I was yeah. like, I don't know if I should do that. I, uh, the one thing I love about Lucas's character this season was his realization of like. I mean, dude, dude scores the game-winning bucket for like the yeah. state championship. That that that's pretty big, and like parties it up with all of his friends. Yeah. And he doesn't even stay with them for that long. Yeah, yeah. It was like I thought it was going to be one of these things where like Lucas isn't really coming around until like the next to last episode. And I was like, are they really going to do this again? Where like, yeah, Lucas is they're having him just kind of like argue with everyone and not really have fun. Like, yeah. We have I felt I felt like I haven't really seen Lucas have fun since like season one, half a, <laughs> half a season two, but uh, his whole fight where he yeah he whoops the shit out of uh, I don't even remember the, the Jason name. yeah Jason what a fucking tool <laughs> Jason and Angela worse than Vecna <laughs> yeah honestly I hate, I hate them more I but yeah I um. But I, I will say I got tense as hell anytime Jason made like one Eddie, more realization. Yeah. And I was like, and when I and even Jordan, <laughs> Jason gets to the the house and she's like, wait, <laughs> she because like there at the end, you've got to remember like who's in the upside down and who's not and all that. Yeah. So she's like, wait aren't uh, Nancy, Robin, and Steve in the house? Like, yeah. The next scene is literally them getting like choked out up on the yeah. wall about to die. And I'm like, oh my God. Wait a People minute. People are going to die. Yeah. 
but no uh Caleb McLaughlin and uh Sadie Sink, their their little scene there at the end is is what pulls it all together God. for me. And I, I used to I was like should they be like a couple? It seems kind of forced, but they they get to have a lot of good character development between each other this season. Yeah. Just the talking about like, man, I'm getting goosebumps because I'm just thinking about like the way Sadie delivers like the line. She's like, oh, I, I'm not ready to die. And like she says that I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> as like blood's draining from her eyes yeah, and, like, and like her bones are just. Yeah. And she's just like golly. begging Lucas like, help, help, help. And, oh, my oh God. yeah. As it's such a beautiful beautifully sad shot when it's it goes into like Eleven's point of view and it's nothing but yeah. blackness and Lucas is holding Max's body just screaming at at the at the night sky yeah. you know like he doesn't know if anyone can hear him he's just yeah. in this house he just beat up Jason yeah uh, Erica he doesn't know even where his sister is like you know yeah and he's just like screaming out to nothing, just begging for help. And like yeah. in Elle's mind, she's also just sitting there on her knees, just bawling her eyes out. And it's yeah. such a can't remember if there's music in that scene, but I I don't think there I is. I don't think that there was either. And that's just gut wrenching. Yeah. And and I'm equally gut wrenching. It cuts back and forth between that and um Ed. Dustin and Eddie. <sighs> yeah, I know. And that that's I these kids i call them such great actors because i would think that it would be so hard to feign yeah fake sadness to the extent where you can be sobbing you know what i mean yeah it's like one thing to have sadness but like portraying like loss and shock like that and dustin really goes in yeah when he goes over to eddie like he's drooling at some points and i'm like that sounds funny to you know say like say it like this, but for anyone who's truly for, ever <laughs> absolutely, like, if anyone who's like had to let out a cry like that, you know, yeah, you, you you get messy like it's yeah, you know what I mean. Things come out of your face exactly. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I this season was. I, I was really wary because I, everyone was saying, "Oh, this is the best season. This is the best season," and I get really. I'm like, I don't know. If everyone's saying it is, then it's if it's appealing to everybody, then there's something something yeah. must be up. I d I don't know. That's yeah. I probably no, shouldn't no, think I, that I, way, but I uh, I understand what you're saying. But I, I'm telling you, I, I was a bit slow, Will can attest. I was a bit slow. I'm usually on top of Stranger Things. I, I really like it. I was kind of slow to start this season, but as soon as I did, I, I got through it kind of quick and then Yeah. Honestly, I I was kind of pissed off a little that they made the finale two and a half hours because I'm like, come on, like, you just made me watch seven plus hours of content. Now I have to to finish it. I have to watch three more hours. But no, you pretty much have to watch five hours. Cause the first the first part the of first the, part yeah is one and a half, and then yeah. two and a half. So you yeah. have to watch five hours for part two. Which, but I'll I'll say I uh, that last episode. I didn't find myself wishing that it was shorter, and in some instances, I was kind of wishing it'd be a little longer. Yeah, and then that's it's hard to get me personally to say something like that about a long, a long movie. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because like the Batman, there were so many times towards the end where I'm like, oh, it, it, it should have ended here, yeah. <laughs> but it's not okay. We still got 
Oh, 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh, oh it's only And then an every to every 10 minute interval it feels like it's about to cut to the credits. I'm just like, come on. You're at this point you're just taken away from the experience. Something in the way. Yeah, come on. Come on, Kurt. Let's sing it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Kiss Catwoman one more time. We know it's about to There it is. There it is. That's another movie I'd like to watch it again. Yeah, me too. Um Batman. But yeah, so those I I those agree. Are, I think Sadie Sink had the best performance in the Hawkins group. Those are the best performances. I think we should go back. Let's talk about some of our just some favorite moments, some some good moments. Um one of my favorite moments is when Eleven beats Angela in the face with a skate and like cracks her nose. Open. I thought she was gonna kill that girl. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of afraid that it was gonna be one of these things where like L just lets go a little bit too much and it, she is get, getting taken to jail for manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. And it, there's gonna have to be some like prison escape like sequence or something. But I, I'll say this: <laughs> it wasn't far off. I'll say this: uh, Angela sucks. Yeah, terrible. Terrible human being. I'm glad she's only in it until yeah. she gets clocked in the face. Because <laughs> I couldn't have dealt with her the whole season. I, don't I, think. I do I do love the um, many TikToks that are like um, Stranger Things bullies that's just saying like the worst thing possible ever. Yeah, man. They they really go for it. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how bullies are, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> one was like, hey, Jane. Heard your dad's dead. Yeah, yeah. Dad's it's just like dead. Isn't that funny? <laughs> like, but mean, you wish you had your dead dad here. Yeah. Like what the heck? What? That's even bad for like your worst enemy. Yes. Yeah. So who? So Jane, who you bring into Father's Day at school, huh? Because <laughs> you know your dad's dead. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I, I've one, said one it of the cronies yeah. would have to be. Yeah, because he's dead. <laughs> But no, yeah. she she sucked. I hated her. My favorite scene, still my favorite scene, just in all of television. Still at this point, is the end of episode three, I believe. That ending scene in the graveyard. in the graveyard. Yeah, dear Billy. I think that's the name of the episode, right? Is that is that yeah, when yeah, she yeah. gets like lifted up in the graveyard and everything? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. That that was that was really cool. I like that. I, that's. It's my favorite scene just in television right now. You think so? I I just think it's done so well. It is. That the song is perfect mm -hmm. for everything that, mm -hmm. you know, has gone on. I think it's got really good just like subtext under it about saying a lot of stuff about depression and and uh what it's like to go through that. Um and it's just shot really well even though it's in a green screen. For Yeah, for how the most is part. How is all of Stranger Things season four going to have better effects than <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder? Yeah, man, they did have great effects, practical, practical, and uh, yeah, and CG. I'm everything because even the stuff that you know for a fact was CG, which mostly I feel like was all of the freaking arms snapping and legs snapping and yeah, jaw and the, snapping and, and the bats. And the bats, yeah, the creatures. But that's fine. But even then, like the yeah. the demogorgons and stuff, have always looked pretty good in this show. They yeah. they've not really. Um, I think because um, Vecna was mostly practical. I really think the only mm -hmm. CG part was like the, the little like moving the shit tentacles, like moving on them and stuff, which is fine because I mean 
just adds a little bit more to I mean, yeah, if if that's if that's all you've got to worry about um focusing on, you pretty much can put all your effort into that and just make it half the time the stuff that was moving on them didn't even look CG. It just kind of yeah. looked like it was part of the suit, which that's what they were going for. That's what that's the that's the grade A stuff right there. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. What would you think about the uh the Demogorgon cage fights? The 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 ending with with Hopper, badass. Absolutely. I, when I when I realized that like they were gonna have to go back and fight through this prison filled with like demodogs and like demo, yeah. demogorgons and stuff like Doug Demodomes, Doug Demodome uh, over it all. Yeah. My God, his hat. <laughs> and uh, the the scene when uh, Murray has just like scorch these <laughs> these dudes up and yeah. like is just having the best time and like there's that one straggler and hopper looks down and just picks up this like conan the barbarian yeah. sword so, and and it's it's paired so well to the song and everything else yeah. that's going on everywhere yeah. and just like the slicing of the head i actually laughed really loudly when that happened not because it was bad but because like i noticed the sword before he ever picked it up because they cut like there were a few like weird kind of yes, cuts in there yes, yes. and like he because if you if you didn't pay attention you'd be like wait a minute where did this freaking sword come yeah. from like he hits the demogorgon back or something and it cuts to a different angle and you can just see like a part of the sword in the frame and i literally i said a lot is that a fucking sword <laughs> and, then and then he just picks like, it up and i was like oh that and this like, will suffice like, that's a fucking sword and <laughs> laughed my ass off as he cut the head of the demogorgon <laughs> oh so so cool and i mean i guess we got to talk about the most metal concert in history god do we have to yeah we have to oh, i i knew yeah when did you know that eddie was gonna die i had suspicions when because i i had i had caught up with all the episodes and up until like the very last episode. So I'd mm -hmm. watched what was there nine episodes a season? Mm -hmm. I'd watched one through eight. And I knew just based off of stuff that I'd seen, not like it was I didn't think of it as a spoiler, but I knew that he was gonna have a badass like yeah. something with a guitar in the upside down. And I knew that like the way music played a role in this season, I knew he was just gonna like lay down a face melter of something. I didn't yeah. know the song though. Um uh, but I will say Metallica's official TikTok posted a, a clip of them playing Master of Puppets and the caption was, sound familiar? And so I was like, I bet that's what Eddie plays. Um, I, I figured that out. Like people on TikTok, like on the internet, just like match the fingerings. And was like, oh yeah, he's playing an E power chord at this. And the only song in the 80s that that would happen is uh, Master of Puppets or um, the Final Countdown, I think was the other option. I saw similar ones, but I, someone was saying, oh, the if you look at this the way he does the uh this arpeggio in this solo i think he's playing holy diver and i got so hot i would have loved this because holy I, diver. because his jacket a do jacket yeah and like the it's such a metal i was like if he busts out holy diver i think i would have liked dun, that dun, more dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like i would have just been like let's fucking go like yeah i would have liked that more i would have I too that song that song's great yeah but when I, I will say like, the beginning of Master of Puppets yeah. for for that scene, 
it's it is kind of hard to beat. Yeah. Like it's just and apparently Joseph Quinn actually shreds that shit in real life. Yeah. I've seen all these clips of him like practicing and he's just he looks like that's his like second nature. Uh an interesting thing that adds to Eddie's character, I mean, for him to be able to know that song, the song came out like two weeks before, or not, maybe not two weeks, but like, yeah, I think two weeks, it would have been March of uh, 1986. Oh, wow. And that's like during spring break, so. During spring break, he learned Master of Puppets. Yeah, that's, so that's, a, that's had, an Eddie thing. He only do. had a couple weeks between playing D&D and his senior year of high school. Selling drugs. <laughs> and selling drugs to, to learn Master of Puppets. So he's like a guitar genius. Yeah, I mean, without in the '80s, so he didn't have any like YouTube no videos or anything. He just had to listen to the song over and over again, pretty much. Jeez, wore out his tapes. Yeah, no, Eddie, Eddie, here's music. <laughs> Eddie, I'm sad that I he, he definitely not underutilized for this season. Mm-hmm. He should be in the final season yeah. with everyone else. He shouldn't have been a sacrificial yeah. pawn. And I, I like, I, I get that, you know, he, he, he plays a major role in the whole story, like being on the run and, and everything over the Chrissy stuff. And I, I, about the third time he mentioned not being a hero and like running away, I was like, hmm, wonder if there's ever going to be a situation where he has to be the hero and not run away <laughs> yeah i i knew that he was gonna die the very moment uh like uh, i i had a feeling it was gonna die the whole season yeah. I, I just figured it was he's gonna just, happen because everyone he's likable yeah uh, he's misunderstood perfect uh recipe for yeah for a, a one things. season character uh, much like sean astin and um poor oh, sam wise yeah I did my boy wrong, but um, the moment in like whenever they're getting ready, and he and Dustin share mm-hmm. that little moment, and, mm-hmm. um, which was whenever I first saw it, I was like, "Man, this is kind of weird." But then, I, like, I watched it again, and I was like, "Man, it's so sweet." Yeah, <laughs> I, I love, I love that moment because it is kind of weird. It's got like a weird energy it to is, it. It is, but it's like, I mean, that's how it would be. To, like, you know. You're about to walk to probably your death anyways, so like... You're about to, to walk to your death through Eddie's eyes. He's about to walk into his death with some little kid, uh, yeah. a younger kid that he plays D&D with that like... Yeah. And and you got to think too, Eddie has only known about the upside down and everything for, at this point, what? A couple, a days. couple of days? <laughs> yeah. And he's just, you know... I really like Eddie's character. Yeah. I'd uh, I'd like to be him for Halloween this year. Yeah, be a pretty pretty easy costume. Then the moment that broke me was uh, his uncle and Dustin. Talking. Oh my! I forgot about that shit. I just wiped the tears from my eyes, Mister Munson. Like, yeah, yeah. The fact that uh, you know, from I was with him. And speaking of. Uh, us calling out actors that's not part of the main crew that's does a phenomenal job. Whoever played Eddie's uncle, yeah, in that final scene of of just his despair, like you you could have convinced me that someone told that dude that like his actual nephew is yeah. gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, he uh, dude knocked it out of the park. Absolutely. I, I think he he didn't have a lot of screen time, but the the time he did have, he used it up really well. I think. Yeah, but that just that. 
back and forth right there was yeah one, one of the best moments just of the of the show just because two great performances and just gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. And then Dustin with his limp, he screwed up his leg. I guess yeah. going back into the upside down. Yeah. Um, I got I gotta ask you a question because it seems to be the most um controversial thing about this season. What do you think about the writing? The writing? Yeah, a lot of people did not like um the way that Eddie died. Ooh. The way that Eddie died. Um, the time skip. Um. A lot of kind of the way they wrapped things up for this season, they didn't like uh, Sadie or um, Max being dead but not dead kind of situation. I I didn't particularly find anything wrong with the writing myself. I I will say Eddie's death felt Eddie after he died. I felt like he was only put in the show to die. Yeah, and and to just have an extra uh, set of hands to, you know, I mean. But I say that now, but the more I think about it, like Eddie played a pretty major role in a few of the different little plot points there. So maybe, maybe not, but I will say his death to me felt a little, a little too quick and forced, like he literally spitting blood out of his mouth. I didn't run this time, did I? Yeah. No, you didn't. Like I could see that that was a little cheesy, but like I said, a lot of the cheesiness and uh, some of the hamminess that might happen in this show works in my opinion because i've never seen a a modern show that catch that captures what i feel like is like the 80s uh sense of just adventure and wonder obviously i wasn't alive during them but i've seen movies like you the duffer brothers have must have watched the goonies and like et and shit like (laughs) that like five thousand times because like these each season captures that that aesthetic and that energy more and more better like better each time i yeah. think they even got a goonie so i mean you know they even got a goonie yeah yeah absolutely i'm trying to think there was no one else in the goonies that's popped up other than old shawnee boy right i don't think so i don't think either but we do have um oh let me let me finish this for i don't think the writing was bad yeah i think um i think eddie's death like i said was a little was a little too like i said he he should have stuck around, and if they wanted to kill him, he should die. He should have died in the final season. I definitely think he was worth more than a one-season appearance. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what everyone else was saying, oh, with Max's death, death, we talked about you. I remember you mentioning when we were talking about Thor Yeah. how you were curious to see what I would think of the finale because my gripes with Thor was how many freaking fake-out deaths are you going to put in here, right? Yeah. And when I started realizing that was happening in the finale, I started to get a little worried. But help, help me. I'm, I might be. We had Max's Max's whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> Were there any more fake outs? I want to think that there might have been one or two more. Um, they didn't actually. I mean, it, he didn't actually like appear to be dead. But Hopper had that moment with the dog. Where Hopper, it looked like yes. it was about to be another um, Sean Astin situation, yeah. and I totally thought they were going to go that direction. Do, well, doesn't Joyce like witness that, and like it cuts back to like Sean Astin just getting ripped yeah. open by the dog, and I'm like, why do you have to? Come on, I'm like really? <laughs> we we to, we remember they have okay? to play that scene at least once every season after it happens. It's in the contract somewhere. <laughs> it's in the fine print. 
But I mean, uh, here's where. Hopefully, I don't sound like a hypocrite. I didn't. I didn't think it worked in Thor because like it served no purpose and like the the fake outs didn't even like the first time when they'd like do the thing with Korg. Like I was like, are you? I was more so mad. Like, wow, really? That's how he does. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But I think it works for the finale. Weirdly yeah, enough, because so. up until now, uh, nothing. Obviously, bad things have happened to all these kids so far, but like nothing to such an extent has happened. Billy, Max had to watch Billy die. That was, we see the ramifications of that in this season. We know how bad that's affected her. Yeah. Uh, but, but we, like I said, we've only seen that in this season. We yeah. didn't, ha- we haven't seen it yet in the other seasons. And like Will gets captured and every, like the vanishing of Will Byers, you know, like Will's always kind of getting shit on a little bit, but. At the end of the day, the only people who we really see get like truly screwed up and like killed and bad shit happen to them, Sean Astin. At this point, Eddie, um, and like it's what's her name from season one, um, Barb. Yeah, Barb. And like just a handful of people, maybe out of season two and season three, uh, yeah. Papa kicks the bucket finally that was a good death that was a very good death uh matthew modine private you know who he plays uh, he he was a big 80s movie star well i don't know if movie star would be the right word but uh one of my favorite war movies full metal jackie he's private joker he's one of the main characters in it yeah oh yeah sorry this is completely off topic it just reminded me i thought that um for a few minutes, like a few angles, I thought that the Tom, the guy who played, mm-hmm. I was like, is that, oh, I can't remember the guy's name, the guy who plays Hawkeye. Uh, Jeremy Renner? Yeah. I was kind of, the hair, with the haircut kind yeah, of. Yeah, like I was the, like, it looks like him from, um, what's that movie where he diffuses bombs? The Hurt Locker? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, they look, they look and very they both, similar. And they both do that thing where like, when especially when he plays Hawkeye, Clint Barton likes to like look over his shoulder and kind of like make a sly remark. Yeah. And Dimitri in this season looked over his shoulder a lot and made sly remarks. That was like they're very similar looking. Yeah. I think now that I think about it, that's so funny. I was like, that's not him, but it, it looks a lot like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. <laughs> like, wait a minute, huh? But I, I think that it works because it's the first time we've actually gotten to see one of these kids like truly get the Duffer brothers confirmed that she is physically there at the end, but she is brain dead, blind. And all of her bones are broken. Yeah, that's and and so, yeah, people might be mad that like we get a fake out death. Death would have been better for her in that. Yeah. I, I think now, now she has to suffer however she's suffering, knowing good and well the shit that's going down in Hawkins right now. Which I, I will probably end this episode by by theorizing what we think the ending, like the last yeah. minute or so, actually means, and what we think season five will do. But like seeing how it ended and everything, and knowing that she's just you know trapped in this hospital bed, I'm I'm so excited to see how they they play that in in season five. Yeah, I'm interested too. And I I think I think that worked a little more for me because. It was very dramatic, like almost a little overly dramatic in the parts. Maybe I would, I, if, yeah. if I wanted to nitpick, but uh, it, I feel like it just, it's more of a, more of a leap for the show to like have her 
technically alive, but just yeah, then you know, might as well be dead. might as well be yeah, might as well be dead. That's that's worse than dead. I I think. Yeah. No, I agree. And then with with eleven, she she. It's assumed, I guess, that she's what gave her enough like memory yeah. or like life force back to yeah. at least be somewhat alive. But she doesn't bring that up in the hospital room at the end, does she? Yeah, no. I was kind of curious about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the ending was kind of weird. I don't know. The ending was weird because it jumped around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. People didn't like the time skiff, but I, I totally kind of get I, I, i'm not gonna lie to you I, I forgot that there was a time skip where is there a time skip um it's like right after she dies and, it's like, and it says like two days yeah later. two days later can you i mean that I, doesn't upset me that much i wish we would have seen the group that was in hawkins reunite and then we get that skip because we do have to have the skip because it's gonna take two days to get from yeah. california yeah to at least Indiana. two days to to get to um yeah to Hawkins from California. Uh, so I don't know what they would have had <laughs> the other characters I, I, I do think, for two days. I but. think you're definitely right. We should have seen the Hawkins group all reconvene first. Yeah, and, and grieve over Eddie for a second. Uh, yeah, everyone... Yeah, we... That's... You just unlocked this for me. That's why his death feels so weird. We only get to see Dustin mourn over him. Dustin yeah. and his uncle. The uncle who we've seen for a total yeah. of three and a half minutes at this point. But we don't get to see the the whole group who I'm sure would have really cared that Eddie is gone, you know, yeah. like that's it. That's why it feels so weird to me. I, I couldn't put it together, but yeah. now that you mention it, we don't get to see anybody but Dustin and his uncle mourn yeah. over him. And which I mean, Dustin it's very intimate he, for Dustin. I was about to say Dustin, but Dustin does enough for the whole group. I mean, he he's pretty torn up about it, which yeah he does a very good job uh in that performance but but uh i like to have seen how everyone else would have took that yeah, news though and then as far as eddie dying i feel like from from a writing point i feel like it, it would be very difficult for him to be alive yeah um a because he would have to come back um to hawkins and like face somehow the yeah somehow clear his name or not yeah um and then he also, I think there is, he had to go after the bats because he did not know that they were about to, to kill yeah, Vecna. Yeah. So as far as he was concerned, the bats were going to go back to the house and kill everyone else. Yeah, everyone else. So I think that that's good enough reasoning for me. And it kind of sucks. I do wish we had him for another season, and you never know. I've seen a lot of theories where he he might be coming back. Have you seen those? I have not. Uh, I, I'll I'll enlighten you. I don't know them like perfectly, but I know enough to to uh, let you know. Dang. But, um, but yeah, so that's my reasoning there. And then um, I, I don't mind the I like the Max thing was fine. I mean. Yeah, it didn't really like I said. People were upset about it, but I really didn't see why. I just felt like you know I wasn't upset just because there was weight to yeah. there was weight to the fake out and there was weight to the actual yeah uh, final result. And Jason dies. That's also fun. Um. Oh yeah, fucker gets like obliterated and <laughs> yeah. like burned to ash. That's great. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I didn't like that Despised dude. That man so much. Yeah, he did very much. You know. 
uh, embody I, the, I, sa- I, the satanic panic. Yeah, I, I will say the, the dude that played him did a pretty good job at being like a young, worried citizen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just worried about the wrong things. At first, I thought that that was going to be a bit like cheesy, the whole satanic scare with yeah. all that stuff. But I think it all worked out pretty organically. And, and it was. Yeah, there was there was nothing wrong with it. I don't think it didn't I did get think cheesy it was at all. Very perfect. The the, the town meeting. Oh yeah. Was like, let's go. Yeah. Well, what are y'all doing? Still sitting down? Didn't you hear him? Let's go. Yeah. Something like that. Sounds about right for uh, any rural town. Yeah. And see, at first I thought, uh, which I guess he tips off Jason because when they're in the house, what what's the name of the house? What was the dude's name? He has such a serial Creel? killer. Creel, yeah. yeah. Victor Creel. Yeah. When they go to the Creel house and uh, they're walking around with the bug zappers and the dude at the town hall meeting that says like, yeah. Yeah, he walks past with his dog or something and he kind of looks and I'm like, he's about to go in here and yeah. like, but I'm pretty sure he tips off yeah, he Jason because like, I think you're going to want to hear this. And Jason's yeah. just like, Jason has shot at all the football dummies <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, Makeup department done really good with him because they put these horrible bags under his eyes and dude just looks like he hasn't slept in days. He's just like hyped up on like adrenaline and just like, I'm going to kill these hellfire people, man. They're, they're going to open up the portal to hell here. Yeah. You saw what they did to my Chrissy. Oh, I guess real quick, uh, all of the deaths that Vecna brings upon these poor kids in Hawkins freaked me the hell out. Yeah, absolutely. At the, at the, the ending of the first episode, my jaw, much like Chrissy's, was on the floor <laughs> because I'm like, it, we've seen violence in this show before, but like, this is horrific yeah. violence. I mean, we did see Sean Aston get his <laughs> no, chest ripped open. That, that, that's true. That's true. But at the same time, Hopper vaporized. Hopper vaporized. Jason. No explanation vaporized. for that, by the way. <laughs> there is a little. He like I. I. There's a split second. I, I'm pretty sure. I might. I might be making it up because I also probably thought. Wait a minute. They didn't explain this, but I'm yeah. pretty sure in one of those episodes early on this season, there's a short little cut where it shows Hopper like get out of the way or it, like they, very brief yeah but it but it to me i, I was like is is that like is that how he's yeah. that's how he's alive still <laughs> i don't know still like I, i'm not gonna talk about that because hopper's back and that's all that matters very true very true um back with joyce yeah so what do you think uh what do you think the ending signifies for our intrepid group of and friends i definitely think that they're gonna you know wrap it all up kind of the way it started i think will's gonna be the main character next season i hope so that'd be cool he's great because he has my name um i i don't know it's gonna be crazy i i'll get into i hope eddie comes back um people have theorized uh, a couple of things just from like a D angle like um so cast the vampire is who Eddie plays in their D and D session? Okay, okay. And Cass um, ends up killing Vecna in D and D. Okay, but Cass becomes a vampire because he's killed by bats and comes back to life. 
Cass and also has a sword that looks very similar to the sword that Hopper used to kill uh, the Demogorgon. But if Eddie comes back as an undead vampire with a sword, I will lose my shit. Yeah, me too. And that makes that kind of makes sense though, because the the way I I took the ending, and I mean, I I, I think this is what they're trying to allude to is that there's about to be a big shift in what is upside down what is hawkins yeah it's all kind of melding into one now right yeah that's that's how i took it all the shit falling down and like the flowers dying and everything so like if that's the case and they're going to be in like real world hawkins but with upside down level stuff who's to say eddie can't pop out from somewhere and be like i actually never died yeah um, and then also, uh, people think that the big bad next season is going to be the dragon. Yeah, the dragon. That's what I was going to bring up because I, I've been wanting to get into D and D, but I don't know much about the lore. But I, I, I was really tickled to find out that like, well, I knew that the Demogorgon and like Mind Flayer and stuff were from D and D because I yeah. mean they make that clear in the show in those seasons. But all of the villains have been named after and look like, I yeah. guess, these D&D villains. And I I saw probably the same thing you did about the biggest, baddest villain in, in D&D is this big three-headed, like, red dragon. That is on Will's, Will's painting. painting. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, if, 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 if one truly has been the harbinger of all this stuff throughout all the seasons and he's just, like, gotten stronger and evolved... The only thing that would I would assume be stronger than Vecna would be, and especially if they're going to be like, if he's wanting to destroy the world, yeah, in the heart of Hawkins, if he's about to open up some portal and put this huge ass dragon like into the world to screw yeah. shit up, I it, it makes sense to me. Yeah, because he also did just get like fucking blasted, and he's probably like going to go yeah. cry to his dad and yeah. be like, "Papa, Papa, please." Uh, yeah, he, he knows Papa's dead. The girl boss shot me, and I need I need the dragon. Yeah, she pumped me full of lead <laughs> about four a, times with a sawed off. <laughs> they they sawed off. She's like, isn't this illegal? Probably. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I love like gearing up scenes. Yeah. like that. They're so cool. You just committed a federal crime. <laughs> Robin had a, a bunch of funny like one liners. There's the one where she there. He's like, remember. It's a hive mind. You can't touch the vines. She was like, all right, but all I'm saying is I'm super uncoordinated. I I was like six months behind everyone else learning how to walk. <laughs> yeah. She, I, I, that's Ethan Hawke's daughter. Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. <laughs> that's crazy. Next time you see a picture of her, you, you will be like, yep, that makes sense. I mean, uh, I think we've still got the... Yep. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? Yep. Yeah. No, I, I I like her. I, I like to see her in a lot of more stuff too. Uh, they've done so good with all of their actor choices. Even the guy that played Billy, yeah, he was uh, the Red Ranger in the new Power Ranger reboot that came oh, out a few cool. years back. Cool. So he's done. He's done other cool stuff. I don't know if he's yeah. doing anything now, but Joseph Quinn played a guard in uh, one of the Game of Thrones seasons. And uh, I, I'll I'll leave you all with this too. Joe Keery, the guy that plays Steve one of my top favorite characters check out his music yeah he's got like pretty he goes by joe djo and i think he's got a new album coming out but his um his first one there has a lot of cool bops on it yeah i like it a lot 
Uh, last thing I want to talk about, just because we're kind of running out of time. I, I just liked seeing Papa get gunned down. Papa got got. That's, that's another one of my favorite scenes. Probably my favorite. No, not. It's, it's, it's a cool there, scene. Up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like, it was so unceremonial. He just got shot three times. That was and it. That's all, that's all that it needed to be. Yeah. And it, it still was like, it felt like it was ceremony. You know, like, yeah. it was a very unceremonial death and stuff, but like, that in and of itself was yeah. the ceremony of Papa going bye-bye. Yeah, for someone who was... Tried to be the, the smartest person in the room. You were all much. my children. The entire show. And he just gets uh, blopped. I will say to Paul Reiser's character, the other doctor, I like him. Yeah. He, I, I, his little pep talk to Elle to keep her, to make her go to the Nina project thingy or whatever. I like that pep talk line. Yeah. Um, he has that little like, I don't think you're the disease like you think you are. In fact, I think you're the cure. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess also uh, Mike Wheeler's mom. Yeah. Is also a celebrity crush. Kara, Kara, what is her last name? Kara Buono or something like that. Yeah. Kara Buono. She, uh, she has my heart as well as one on a rider. There, there, I love the interaction between Dustin and, uh, Mike's dad. Oh yeah, Mike's dad. He's hilarious too. Yeah. He's always got those. Uh, he reminds me of the dad from Freaks and Geeks because that dad yeah. was always like, "Oh, what do you want to go out for to to do drugs and and get shot? Like you could just you know like yeah. the passive aggressive like little snike yeah. snarky comments." I feel like I've seen the dad playing something else too, but he 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 looks straight from the eighties. I like yeah. that. Um, okay, it's time for ratings. I think I've got mine. I've got mine. Okay. All right, Albert, yeah, season as a whole? Season as a whole. Okay. Three, two, one, nine point two. I was going to say 9.2 to begin with. I should have stuck with it. It would have been funny. You're going to think I'm shitting you. I was going to say nine to begin with. <laughs> but I was like, last time I stuck with a round number, and I, I, I forgot that we could do decimals. So I was like, huh, 9.2. I, I was like, 9.2, but I was like, a 9 sums it up perfectly, I, uh, I think. Like I said on last week's episode, I, an 8 is pretty much a 9 for me. A 9 is pretty much a 10. I don't give a lot of things 9s just because I... Yeah. First of all, what 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 does it matter what I give it? But, man, it, it was near perfect, wasn't it? I think so. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I think... The Duffer Brothers have done something very good. I'm interested uh, with this whole franchise when they move. Yeah, move I know. Uh, after this season five, I'd love to see them do something else cool. Like, yeah, I don't. I hope. I hope this isn't their like staple in yeah. in cinema TV history. It'd be great if they did. I'd love for them to continue like something like D and D based. I mean, I yeah. mean, it's up to them. You know, whatever they yeah. they feel passionate about. But I just think it would be cool to see more like D and D inspired real mm-hmm. world like. Mm-hmm mixed stuff I, I just think it's cool yeah uh, i think it's worked wonders for them so far i think uh i don't know if i want to see like more like spinoffs or reboots or or yeah but i i at because at this point in my life like i just want to be into a show again that's yeah. just that's just that show yeah that doesn't have any prequels sequels spinoffs 
yeah sidetracks it's been a while since i've had a show like that i feel like and i'd like for stranger things to be that one of those types of shows but uh i think the duffer brothers should continue to do the lord's work because they're doing pretty pretty cool stuff absolutely i hope everyone else liked uh season four and and if you if you didn't like the writing i'm sorry i thought it was decent i I don't think it was bad but to each their own uh friends don't lie or some other quotes Um, heroes don't run heroes don't run yeah and uh thank you all for your continued support yeah thank you for everything um getting uh, around 50 downloads i think we're at on this show uh we've talked we know this show is going to be a bit of a slower burn as far as um collecting listeners goes but that's okay um it's a bit more of a niche in a way there's a ton of movie podcasts out there um, but this is just where we can express our views and just talk about something we love so yeah and, and don't don't let the titles fool you just because it might be the title of one movie you you know us by this point uh we've talked about a lot more than just stranger things today we yeah. talk a lot more about thor when we uh talked about thor so keep that in mind it's yeah. uh it's not a full-on educational in-depth review analytical podcast uh just imagine you're you're sitting here with us chatting yeah, it up talking about a movie or and that's yeah that's that's the best thing you can do i think it's so fun to, to have those sorts of talks so i'm glad you're having them with us at least absolutely yeah i can't wait to can't wait to see what we go over next yeah and uh yeah continue listening and and uh supporting what's your theory we're doing really well with that one uh putting out some really really good episodes here lately i think yeah uh get, give our uh kentucky alien <laughs> saga a listen if you'd like to that's a uh, very fun stuff yeah and just continue to to watch movies and TV, stranger things have happened. Yeah. Run after those credits. 